Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Thanks for joining us on Voice Coaches Radio. My name is Bethany. Hi, Bethany. I'm Josh. We have a very special guest. We do, today. but before we get to our special guest, it is important to note that it was your birthday last week, and we didn't say happy birthday. And you so I want to let all our fans know that it was Bethany's birthday last week, and happy birthday to Thank you. Thank you. I um, waited by my door for balloons and flowers from yep, you, and yep. I didn't. They didn't. No, I get didn't. Any. I did not do anything like that. No, yeah. but uh, so. I figured I'd publicly embarrass you instead. Thank you. Mission accomplished. So you were saying we have a special guest today? Yeah, so okay, enough about me. <laughs> we have a very special guest, voice coach's owner, <laughs> David Bourgeois. He's the one that for some reason today. unknown allows us to do this. Yeah, he founded us and hired us for some reason. I'm not entirely sure why. Maybe that will be one of the questions we ask. He's, he's wondering that as we speak. Thanks no, for it, hanging it, with it us. It keeps you all off in like a separate room for a good hour and a half a week. <laughs> Keeps so us out of trouble. It's like it's little good. kids that you give like an iPad mm-hmm. to. Yeah, like yep. they yes. leave you alone. Yes. Right? Amuse True. yourselves. Amuse yourselves. <laughs> so we wanted to pick your brain a little bit, David, Do about it. about voice coaches yeah. and yes. voice acting in general and yes. stuff like that. We get we get questions all the time, and and honestly, it's a lot of times the same questions over and over again. So we That's, thought we you had know, a little pretty pretty strange being that it's a voiceover podcast. This that is you true. Would get questions. It's tr- you, you know, know hey. about voiceover. It's a, yeah yeah. Well, I mean it's. Surprised me too, but hey, yeah, it'll you know, throw you. Uh, pleasantly surprised, pleasantly yeah. surprised. But we've we'll frequently asked questions, FAQs, if I may be so bold. Love that. You Love hear it. a lot of different voices. Pardon me. You hear a lot of different voices. So many. They've been working on yeah. it. It's, it was a medication thing yep. initially, yep. and then yep. just some basic therapy. Nah, yeah, I hear you, a lot of voices. How yes. do you determine if someone has a quote-unquote good voice? What is so, a good voice? So, are, are, are you speaking about when I'm casting, or just in general, just in general, related to someone going into the field? So we hear this a lot. Like everybody always tells me, I have a good voice. Like. Is that something you should just go on? If everybody tells you your whole life that you have a good voice, can we just... Well, the initial assessment is the person trying to date you. That's number one. Fair, fair, yeah. And and that doesn't rule out that you may also indeed have a good voice. David, you have a great voice. Right. Thank you so much, Josh. Appreciate it. That particular thing is never... (laughs) I'll see you at the sports bar. You got it. (laughs) Okay, so... uh, uh, I've been doing this for a real long time, over 30 years. When I got into the field, um, honestly... It, it was a fairly simple process determining who had a good voice. It was a very male-dominated field. And uh, we, it's not that we tended to, we, we almost exclusively leaned toward the loud, low announcer-style voice. Uh, and that let people like me who were in the business of casting voices and producing voiceover go to the same half a dozen people all the time. What happened and what really moved our field forward in a very positive way is uh, as a society, we begin to have more options and we became more aware of options. And when people are aware that they've got options, they're less receptive to being told what to do or what to think, uh, whether it's a commercial or a learning experience or whatever it is. People are more receptive to being convinced, and different people are convinced by different types of voices. So we found ourselves 20-some-odd years ago all of a sudden needing a broad variety of voices. Our field very quickly became 50-50 male-female, and uh it's a, it's, it's a fun challenge today. We embrace a broad range of voices. What I'm going after when I'm casting is the best specific voice uh, to articulate um, 
the information for the client uh, it, it, with, with, a, with a special focus on who exactly is their audience. As far as sort of the loaded question, do you have a good voice or not, I think it begins with vocal health. Do you have a healthy voice? Uh, you know, um, uh, my, my, my end of this and, and with, with voice coaches on the, on the training and education side, uh, I think a voice should be relatively free of speech language issues. Uh, there are many basic speech language issues that can be overcome very easily working with a speech pathologist. But I think, you know, you kind of want to have uh, that sort of a tune-up prior to going into this. Then it shifts off of being less about do you have a quote-unquote good voice and more about, okay, where exactly does my voice fit into this field? You know, we used to have a very Swiss Army knife mindset and we'd throw every voice at everything. And today, honestly... The people who I see who have the most fun and do the most work are the people who've done the best job of figuring out exactly where their voice kind of fits into the field. But I think, you know, vocal health, uh, good good articulation, good speech ability, and, uh, you know, then the ability to sort of dial in on uh, where do I fit here? You know what I mean? I think that's that's, that's a good point. And, and someone who, you know, voice coaches, radio fans are very familiar with, uh, a guy like Warren Garling. Warren has a very particular skill set, and he absolutely crushes it. Can he do, you know, big, broad characters? It's not his forte, I'm sure. You know, it's a a funny thing. Warren's a great friend and uh, was with us for 12 years. He's my first employee ever who retired. I've never had somebody (laughs) actually retire with the retirement party and the cake and the whole thing. Uh, He's such a great guy. Uh, You know, I often say, and I mean this as a compliment, if you listen to Warren's demo... It's not a particular attention grabber. It's not all over the place. He's not doing an Australian accent. Or he, he, what Warren has done, and this really comes with maturity in the voiceover field, he's figured out what he is most likely to get cast for. So he has a demo that presents, you know, the, he's just right down the middle. And hey, for some people, that is being a little bit all over the place. You know, we've got a guy on the staff like that, Nate. But, but... No, Warren, Warren's terrific. As a matter of fact, uh, I had an emergency casting call last Friday. I was walking out the door, and the New York State Department of Health called and said, we got a problem. I'm like, let me guess, the flu. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yes, we need to cast something. We have to have it cast by Monday morning, be in the studio late on Monday, and have it airing statewide uh, by Monday evening or early Tuesday. And we put about eight voice actors in the running for it, um, including uh, Warren, uh, Nate, who's on our team here, terrific voice actor Mike Lenz, who we worked with years ago, and uh, of course, Warren gets cast. So, <laughs> well, Warren you know, is the voice of the, the voice precautionary of the voice yeah. of the flu <laughs> yeah. in New York yeah. State right now. Um, so, so if you get the flu, you can blame Warren. It's his fault. No, yeah. you didn't listen to Warren. It's <laughs> all his great advice. <laughs> wants you to wash your hands probably <laughs> so warren a great accomplished voice actor um what's but but m- many of our students uh, are just starting out what's your one piece of advice for someone who just got their demo in the mail they're ready to go how did how do you get to be warren garling what's the, what's the number one piece of advice oh my goodness love it love it you know i've done literally hundreds of interviews about the voiceover field and this is common, the best one ever this is really winning <laughs> yeah winning I, I thought i felt that's where you're going yeah with that. we've really done it today yep, i thought so uh it, yeah i a, a common question i get asked is is there a common trait that successful people have and 
there, there, there is. They, they love it. So I think enjoying, as silly as it sounds, enjoying it is a really key. I, I think it's good for your head, but I also think it's a great strategy because when we like something, you know, we keep doing it. And this does take perseverance. It is an entrepreneurial endeavor. It is not anybody who sells the get rich quick overnight, you know, just throw your voice up on a website type of mindset. That's not how this field truly works. That's not relationship long-term voiceover. It just simply isn't. So if you love it, and if you continue to develop skill, that's another thing. Guys like Warren, there's people who are doing voiceover work, you know, four or five times a week. They're always working on their skill development. And, and they can sort of uh, get some enjoyment out of the fact that they can do their job well. But they're also self-critical and they're looking for opportunities to make themselves better. I think all those things work together to keep you in it one more day. Though The people who stay in this one more day are the people who are successful at it. Plain and simple. You know, I, I when we talk to people who are, who are finishing up their courses and we we tell them that, you know, it's it, it can get a little frustrating and, and and you have to stay positive, stay positive all the time as long as you can, because it is maybe it's that next day, maybe it's that next week, maybe it's that next phone call. You never know that that that's the one that that snowballs its way. And it's such, it is kind of almost a snowball effect. It really can be that the first one leads to the second one leads to the, you know, 10th one and, and down the line. Fifteen years ago, I had a, a voiceover student. Um, sign an agreement with Discovery Network almost immediately after completing a demo. It happens. Uh, not typically. Typically, it's a few months of ramp-up in relationship building. One of my most successful students was uh, an accountant who wanted to get out of accounting and into voice acting. It took him nine months to get his first job that maybe paid him 50 bucks. But the thing is, he... Uh, he was delighted, and that job led to almost an immediate next job with that company that paid a great deal more money, and he went on to be able to use voiceover to out-earn his full-time income doing something he loves part-time, and that's a great thing. So I, again, I go back to like, if you like it, and if you can stick someplace in the back of that, your head sort of, you know, hey, this is where I'm going, uh, then you'll get there. If you want to hear Warren, who we've referenced several times in today's podcast, just go back a few months uh, on the archives because Warren used to host this very podcast. So if you want to check out and see or, what he sounds like. Or turn on the radio. You're, you're, it's possible you might find him there. <laughs> you he might is on the radio. You, yes, he is. Um, if you want to get a hold of us here at Voice Coaches, you can always get us at radio at voicecoaches.com via email. Um, and you can check out our website, voicecoaches.com. And um, stick around because I have a few more pretty juicy questions about the future for David in our next podcast. Dun, dun, dun. Thanks for listening. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information.